0: Welcome back to the Statics Automatic. My name is John Roberts. Tom Roberts. And we are back once again with another episode. We hope you enjoy.
1: Um, all
0: right, so a couple things. I think that we, we kind of went over this last time, but we, got, we want to uh, talk about what we're, what we're about, I guess. We're starting a podcast. Get ready. Here we come. Everybody uh, on my end, I'm just sick of sitting around being quiet about this shit. Look, I turned the TV off uh, 12 years ago. I turned Facebook off. I turned Twitter off. I turned it all off. I've been living under a rock pretending that most of these people don't exist. You know what I mean? For For, for 11 years. And wow.
2: And I think there's a lot of us that aren't necessarily quiet about everything. But there's no place to talk about it. Right. So you try to talk about it. You're demonized for being some kind of transphobic and this trans genocide that's going on.
0: (laughs) All these, all this 1% of people that are just massively dying all over the place. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. It's fucked up. They can go into a school and shoot up a bunch of Christian kids and nobody says a fucking word. You know, it's, it's, it's amazing. Um, these motherfuckers talking about cutting these dicks off. And that's what I'm talking about. I've been, I've I've not been. We started talking about doing this podcast about six months ago. Um, we've recorded three uh three episodes. One was a pilot, probably no good. Um and since then, since we have started it, I've kind of come out from underneath the rock a little bit. But holy shit, man. People are fucked up, man.
2: Yeah, it's a. Uh... You hadn't done any any Facebook or anything before that?
0: Nothing. No, no research. I just went to work, take care of my kids, man. That's it.
2: And then now you, you come out and see what's going on. It's like, holy fuck, what happened to the world? I've been out of the game 15 years and the shit's upside down.
0: All the way upside down. Well, and the whole reason I even quit fucking with all of it was because it was already upside down then. Yeah. And now you come out from underneath the rock and you're like, what the fuck are we talking about, man? Yeah. <clears throat> Why are we talking about? Cutting people's dicks off. Yeah, you, you, you quit
2: watching, they're lying about 9-11 and a banking collapse. You wake up, they're lying about a bunch of trannies and everyone's gay.
0: Yeah, all of a sudden, man. And there's a banking collapse. And still the and still the still we haven't figured out 9-11 somehow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's fucked up, man. I don't know. And I, it's that's what's nice though, and, and you know, and and uh back in the day, you know you know how I was. I researched all the time. I wrote a lot of music about it. You know what I mean? i seen what was coming. I could feel what was coming even then. But yeah. So now I've been, you know, for for this podcast, I started a Facebook. I started a Twitter. I even started, I started all that shit because, you know, we're going to try to make this thing work or whatever. But I've only been focused on, uh, you know, if I'm reading or whatever, I I log on to Twitter. And... (laughs) (laughs) it's it's scary how the rabbit hole though it's deep you know what i mean like i i catch myself and and the whole reason i quit looking at the shit in the first place is because i felt like look man this shit's taking up way too much of my time i'm giving this shit way too much of my attention um the song statics automatic that i wrote that's about non-participation and that's how i wanted to live and that's how i wanted to and i think that's the answer to to a lot of it just don't participate
2: yeah yeah
0: look if everybody quit paying taxes right now, what would happen? If everybody just quit participating in this bullshit and not and not just playing along, plug along, play along with all the bullshit that we got going on, what would happen?
2: Well, I, it's it's kind of a double-edged sword because I work with the Amish. And so they have no idea yeah. about any of this stuff that's going on. And then you have to wonder what's better. Ignorance is bliss or, you know, I try to inform myself a little bit so I don't just wake up and everything I own is gone.
0: Right. Well, ignorance is bliss. I I uh, I'm quite envious of the Amish, actually. <laughs> yeah, they go got out. it figured out. They do got it figured out. And I know. I mean, I'm sure that they have their own uh, cultural problems as well. But nothing. I, mean, I bet you there ain't no Amish dick cutters offers. No,
1: <laughs>
2: no. I bet,
0: the, I bet that's not going on. No. You know
2: what I mean? No, you don't want to do that at home with a midwife. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, they got a whole different set of problems. <laughs> They're not near the problems that that we're we're looking at right now, unfortunately.
2: Yeah, sometimes you got to make a trade, I guess, because the the bloodline is uh, is too thick. So you got to ship out an Amish guy and ship in another one to breed. <laughs> send one to Pennsylvania and send one back to Indiana. Mm-hmm.
0: Got them all fucked up. Incest runs deep too. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I posted today on Facebook uh, the original PSYOP. Never talk about politics or religion, right? Yeah. And that's what's happened, I think, is they've disconnected us as, uh, you know, shits off topic. You're not allowed to sit down with your family or people you don't know and talk about what you believe. And now everybody is uh, offended. Offended. So, I mean, I can't... Could you imagine these pussies coming to one of our poker games? Yeah.
2: I've I've seen them, <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know. It the, yeah you can the stuff that's offensive now is like, wow. Yeah, well, it used
2: to be. I could say something that understandably might offend somebody, like playing a game of cards and you try to get a, a read on somebody. You say something like, "Hey, would you mind taking a shit on my chest?" <laughs> that could offend somebody, right? <laughs> Yeah. But when you say, my God, this is a good hand. <laughs> don't you bring God into this? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, I find that that's another thing that's out of control that I've I've seen is the uh, tolerance. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, th- th- tolerate, you have to tolerate us, but we don't have to tolerate anything that you have to say about anything, you know? Nah, I've been watching the- these videos where these fucking, uh, I-, I don't even know what to call them bags <laughs> 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 Where they just scream. Oh, you yeah. You see yeah. shit? Yeah. Yeah, what the fuck? That, that doesn't do anything. I mean, what? You, maybe that should be the whole idea of our podcast. We should start a different podcast. It should be like a liberal one where we just scream. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or bark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or some shit, you know? Yeah. Well, That'd make it easy.
2: Well, on Intolerance, there was a, a bar in Bloomington, Indiana. That apparently decided to take a stand on the whole Bud Light issue with Dylan Mulvaney. Mm -hmm. And so I think they posted on Facebook that if you have a problem with the Dylan Mulvaney Bud Light thing, then you can just take your business elsewhere. And they posted that they will not tolerate intolerance. (laughs) And it turned out they they, they, they lost a large portion of their customer base. And went back on Facebook and said, oh, yeah, that's not really what we meant.
0: (laughs) The wording was a little off. Yeah, we
2: we tolerate.
0: We didn't run that by the lawyers. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's a... Well, and here's another thing that I've been having a problem with lately. That I feel like I I have a problem with. and, And trying to understand what the fuck is actually going on. What the agenda is. Because they got everybody so fucking switched and confused and everything else. So, you think about that Dylan man, bitch, pig or whatever, whatever. Um, why in the, why does the conservative media give this fucking guy any attention at all? Yeah. Cause if you, by doing that, you're accomplishing the goal that he wants and the liberal media wants you to accomplish. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I see, that's only one example of that. I see that a lot, uh, here lately, just different types of, Uh, I guess they call it amplification now. Like, why are you amplifying? Why are you even giving this shit attention? There are so many more issues and obviously it's to divide us. It's
2: well, I think though, I like to vote with my dollar. Right. So if I go to a place at a shitty service or whatever, I just won't go back. Right. And so some of the stuff with the conservative media, like Dylan Mulvaney being a spokesperson for tampons or whatever. Unreal. So, if a conservative woman doesn't consume liberal media, then there's a good chance she might not even know that that ever happened. Right. And then she's given her money to some liberal cause unknowingly.
0: Right. Right. Which I think that's a, uh, we've been doing that a long time. All oh, of us. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, just big going out, you know, everything's convenient. You know what I mean? You You support a lot of things that you, well, just simple shit. Um. A long time ago, it was patriotic to buy things that were made in the U.S. Yeah. Now everything comes from China, so theoretically or technically, we support China regularly with our our dollars.
2: And what's messed up, too, is that if you look around at your average American, and then I'm like, I bought a, a product that was made in America, and then I'm like, it was made by these motherfuckers that I'm looking at right now who think that men can have babies.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's unbelievable. (laughs) Where where did that come from as well? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) If you have sex... Okay, this shit's annoying too. This Matt Walsh shit like, uh, what's a woman? Okay. I wish that somebody would pay me to debate that. First and foremost, I suppose, welcome back to the Statics Automatic. This is episode number... Two number two number two day two second day in a row we're in the studio grinding grinding for y'all
2: cutting it up
0: that's it um a couple things to talk about uh i mean a lot of things to talk about really
2: a lot going on in the world
0: it's non-stop there's so much shit but uh you brought it you brought it to my attention earlier before we even started this but the title 42 thing I don't know much, a whole lot about it other than there's a whole lot of Mexicans about to be showing up.
2: Yeah, and uh, the, it's more than Mexicans, too. The rest of the world sees what's going on at the border, so anybody that wants to come to the United States, just go to Mexico and make your way on across the border. No problem. Just walk on in. Free cell phone included. <laughs> Free cell Obama phone included.
0: It's fucked up because they, it, it's another thing that fucking I just cannot stand and it's getting on my fucking nerves and has been for a long time, is all the shit that they will give people. Yeah. They will give everybody all kinds of shit. You got free phones, you get free food. Nowadays, you get cash assistance, so you get the free weed. You you got free about whatever the fuck you want. You know what I mean? Free heroin. As long as you're not in a a particular class. And that (laughs) class is, I guess, straight, white, single male. So you know what I mean?
2: Yeah. Well, you got to pay for all that stuff. That's it. It's funny. I seen a story on zero hedge this morning that said, uh, uh, progressives want to shut down, uh, entrepreneurs, but also they need the wealth that they create to pay for all these programs.
0: Well, that's exactly it. So who's going to pay all these taxes at, at some point when, when there's no more jobs, you know?
2: Well, you know, we, just like the average American thinks that you can just print more money. Yeah, you just print more money. Just just print more and pay for it.
0: Well, when do you run into the dead end on that? And it kind of feels like that's already here,
2: right now. So, we enjoy the dollar being the world reserve currency because the rest of the world's willing to accept it for their goods and services. And now they're not so willing to do so. Right. So the BRICS nations are actively seeking to dethrone the dollar, and they're coming up with their own currency.
0: And they're well on their way.
2: And they're buying plenty of gold to back it up with.
0: And the bricks, what's that, what is it? It's Brazil. Brazil,
2: Russia, India, China, South Africa.
0: All all at the same time.
2: And soon to be maybe Texas. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that might not be the worst thing. You right. Know? I thought about moving to Texas, actually, but I don't know. I think
2: about it all the time.
0: Going anywhere. but I mean, you know, we're from Indiana. It's cold here for seven months, it seems like.
2: It seems like we have a lot less fair weather than uh, bad weather. Yeah,
0: but we're not in a bad place. I do I do give uh, give this area credit. If shit does hit the fan, like if there's an actual collapse, I mean, we're at least able to uh, to farm. We have plenty of resources around here, so there's not a, you know, that's the good thing. That's, yeah. that's the good news.
2: Yeah, I work in the Amish community, and sometimes we'll bring up the impending collapse, and those guys always say the same thing. I'm not worried about that. I got... Cows in the field, goats in the barn. They got well well water and yep. plenty of generators.
0: And, and we, well, all we could help to do is steal a little bit of land back from Bill Gates. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> let, let me borrow an acre.
0: Yeah, can I guess? Uh, I, oh, that's all. I need a half an acre to feed three of us. That's it. Come on.
2: That's a fair point though The reason why he bought the land is so that you can't feed
0: three people Right It won't be long before it's uh, Robin Hood you, you Don't hunt on the king's land
2: Right Yeah well you won't have to Because the meat that you eat is going to be that uh, Whatever they call it uh, Can't believe it's not meat
0: Leftover Jews <laughs>
2: <laughs> Yeah when they scrape out the oven They got to do something
0: with it That Whack Arnold's type meat <laughs> <laughs> that shit's fucked up, man. <laughs> All the way fucked up. Well, I was reading an article the other day. It was about uh, there was some guy. You know, the, I guess the new thing for people these days is to again, collectivism is a bitch. It just separates everybody into these groups. Uh, obviously, I believe every every person should be judged off of individual merit, but they got the boomers now. You you've heard this term, the, boomer. the boomers, yeah. which we've been we've heard that term for a long time, but now it's like. Almost derogatory or whatever.
2: Okay, boomer.
0: Yeah, you're gonna hit them with the with the offensive boomer. <laughs> 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 but uh, some guy was going on about how, man, when I was young, you could get a house for nine. You know, you got a fixer upper for nine thousand dollars, and then you fixed it up and whatnot. And a couple guys get going on talking about, see, these boomers, they just don't understand real life these days. And I, I'm I'm thinking to myself that. All that really is is a testament to how worthless your dollar is.
2: That's exactly what I was gonna say that if if you look at an ounce of gold is now worth two thousand dollars right and twenty years ago or even I think fifteen ten years ago is worth three hundred dollars so it still weighs one ounce right It's still one ounce of gold exactly and the the measure is how much value the dollars lost.
0: What can you buy with your dollar right right. Just I, I, and that's the that's the comparison I always use. A gallon's still a gallon, right? A pound's still a pound, but a dollar's not still a dollar. You not, know what I mean? Not even it close. Not even close. And you look back when when we were on sound money and and how inexpensive things were. And even in the '90s, you know, I was raised. My mom raised us up. Uh, you know, on a waitress job and a couple of factory jobs, you know what I mean, but still made all the payments, still still paid the rent. Try doing that today. Three three kids by yourself, you know, at the truck stop. If there are there truck uh, stops yeah, anymore? Yeah. I don't even know. <laughs> Maybe one. Yeah, you can stop and get a sandwich and a handy. That the flying J. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, but what these kids don't know is that if that boomer bought nine thousand dollars worth of silver or gold when he cut about a $9,000 house, he can still buy the house yeah. for $9,000. What was $9,000 worth of silver?
0: Yeah. One thing that upsets me is back when Ron Paul was running his 2008 and then 2012, um, I seen Bitcoin. It was like, I can't even remember eleven, twelve 11, <laughs> $12. And I even thought about buying it, even a hundred bucks worth of 150 bucks. And I never pulled the trigger. And God, if I had only done that, you know what I mean? How different things would be for me.
2: Yeah. Uh, even back when I think it was fractions of a penny. Yeah. But I, I think way back then I tried to buy some, but I wasn't too internet savvy and still aren't. So, but back then it was just, you couldn't just go on somewhere and buy it. You had to do right. all this, convert to this
0: and jump around. Yeah. You still do for the most part. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's not, they don't make it easy.
2: Yeah. You had to be house of pain to get it bought. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: not never eat a pig um <laughs> yeah like that guy he,
2: like the guy he offered uh he offered another guy a piece of bacon the guy
0: said no thanks I'm Jewish he said relax it's free it's free bro <laughs> it's free how much crypto um going on about the cryptocurrencies though, what do you think about the uh, going to central bank digital currency
2: uh well I hold xrp so I've been Banking on kind of that happening because they said that they'd like to replace. The, the conspiracy is that they would like to replace the dollar as world reserve currency, but right. really they want to be a bridge currency. Well, when you buy XRP, I feel like a, it's a bet on the fact that that's going to happen. Right. So that's what's going to make it increase in value.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So if you hold XRP and we go to a central bank digital currency, then you win because that's going to be the bridge currency between
0: currencies and you think xrp is going to be kind of like bitcoin where it just blows well it blows up yeah
2: like, i th- I, th- I think so because that's the thing is that if china india and these big producers of goods don't want dollars anymore so say you go on alibaba and you want to buy something that you sell on amazon right and so you buy like a shipping container of widgets and the producer in china or india says well we don't want those dollars because they're worthless So how do you pay them? So because you don't have yen in your bank account or yuan or whatever you need. So the XRP would be the bridge currency. Right. So I buy 500 XRP worth of your currency. I send it to you over the internet and then you
0: exchange it to your currency. Yeah. If you, if that's, if that's what you want to do. Yeah. We're in some real trouble with that when, when it comes to that. Now, the thing I worry about with the central bank and I've always thought crypto was just going to be that, I mean, even back when I first heard of Bitcoin, very first heard of it, I've, I've always said that will eventually be the currency. Cause if you're going to have a one world government, you're going to have to have a one-world currency. And obviously, they're making moves to to to, to meld us into a one-world government. I mean, it's, it's, it should be obvious to everybody at this right. point. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So at some point, you're going to have to have a central bank digital currency. Now, the problem is, is when the government gets control of currency, we already see what happens. <laughs> Back, Let's get to this Let's cut it up, up. All right, we're back one more time Third day in the row in the studio, grinding now.
2: Grinding, cutting Just it up Just killing it,
0: man, killing it if, uh, if you like what you hear, make sure you go and you like and you subscribe and you follow and you do all that And like I said, man, I, I absolutely, I, I hate self-promotion, I hate it I hate telling people to go, hey, check my shit out, you know what I mean? But that's how it goes, right?
2: It's part of the game, gotta spread part of the, the word, game. share it with your friends
0: That's it um, a lot of shit going on out there again today, which I think it's a nonstop thing. You could pretty much drop a podcast about every half an hour these days. Pretty much. Just so much shit dropping. Um, <laughs> you got the new transformer movie. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah I saw, <laughs> saw the headline, uh, uh, the transformers that they're, they're after your kids. These, these elitists they, are after
0: your kids. 100%. Now
2: you got the transformers, uh, introducing themselves with their pronouns.
0: <laughs> they them transformers
2: non-binary transformers
0: and now uh, and your kids are actually becoming transformers yeah <laughs> more than meets the guy <laughs> <laughs> yeah man it's uh it's sad and it really is like like it, it's about the kids they're definitely coming after them man
2: well apparently there's another call for a boycott so i would like to see the Makers of this particular Transformer cartoon or whatever it is feel the same effects that Bud Light has felt after the Dylan Mulvaney situation.
0: Well, that's what we need to do. Everybody just vote with your dollars. Um, The same thing with Disney. Disney is just nasty, man. Yeah, they're doing... You seen some of the shit on there lately? Wiener inversions. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They got like... uh, uh, There's a show on there called The Proud Family. It's just... uh, Talking about white shame, pretty much. Yeah, I would
2: assume that the Proud family is not white, and if they are, they're like Eminem, they want to kill themselves for being white.
0: Yeah, embarrassed of their whiteness. <laughs> <laughs> That's a disgusting notion, isn't it? That's pretty bad. I don't get it at all. I don't get it. Like now,
2: like like Chris said, they can make a movie called White Men Can't Jump, but if you made a movie called Black Men Can't Swim, it would be unacceptable. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's true can black men swim
2: <laughs> <laughs> i don't know like mike Epps said you gotta put some hot sauce on me or something or a shark won't even fuck with a black man <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, another thing going on right now uh well title 42 expired so uh, the, we got mass immigration
2: apparently eighty three thousand crossings in the last week
0: isn't that amazing yeah
2: where are they going
0: I don't know. What was you saying about, uh, about them sending them up to Kamala Harris' house? Oh,
2: yeah. Uh, Governor of Texas, I think Greg Abbott, yeah, sent another busload of immigrants <laughs> to the front lawn of Kamala Harris.
0: <laughs> that's good stuff. That's where they ought to go.
2: Well, yeah. These people think that uh, op- open border, you got to have an open border. You close your border, that's racism. And if you live in a border town in Texas and you have tents from your front door out into the street, well, apparently that's just a Texas problem until you send them to the front door of Kamala Harris.
0: Yeah, then it's a real, real yeah, problem. Yeah, n- now
2: we have a problem. But of course, you know, uh, the people that work in D.C., they have they live in gated communities and they have big walls around their houses. And then they say, don't build a wall, it's racism. <laughs>
0: right. It's funny how that works. Lots of other shit going on, too. Uh, what's his name? Daniel Penny? Daniel Penny? The, uh, the Marine...
2: Yeah, he's on the subway, and apparently there's a wild homeless man on the subway threatening people. So, and, and the important thing to recognize, I think, here is that they are in New York. Right. And New Yorkers put up with a lot of bullshit. Constant the, bullshit. The, And a lot of arguing, fighting, and fussing all the time. And apparently the guy was enough of of a threat that three New Yorkers thought he needed to be subdued. Right. And it just so happens that this Penny is an ex-Marine who put him in a chokehold, and the guy ended up dying. Which, to me, if you were in commission of a violent crime, whatever happens to you,
0: happens to you. Yes, I mean, self-defense is...
2: Right, and you're allowed to not only just defend yourself, but you're allowed to defend the people around
0: you. Well, that's what they're trying to do, right? Demonize defense.
2: Right, yeah. So... The guy the the actual criminal is not the problem. The Marine who wants to protect people is the
0: problem. Right. Well, they were, I, I think they were talking about dropping charges, but then you got the, uh, the Alvin Bragg. Yeah. He, uh, he's the one that picks up on the, uh, I don't know if it was manslaughter or murder at this point that they're trying to charge him with.
2: I'm not sure what they're hitting him with, but it's, uh, another George Soros funded DA. Yep. So this is all by design. They're out here destroying the American way on purpose.
0: Yeah, I was watching a uh, 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 movie last night. I got to show it to you. It's called uh, Europa, The Last Battle. you seen this before? <laughs> no. You should look it up, man. Check it out. Everybody ought to look it up and check it out. I've, I looked it up and found it, but it was like on some archived site. You know what I mean? Like, it was just not out there everywhere. But it goes through the whole the whole thing when it when it comes to marxism cultural marxism what's going on how they uh how they did russia back back in the day you know uh lenin all them it's really really good and it's i mean i hate to say it but it's got a lot to do with some jews bro
1: (laughs) (laughs)
2: Yeah, well, of course it's on some obscure site because if it was called something like Dear White People, then it would be on Netflix.
0: Right, right. Or if it was about the next train wreck that's going to (laughs) fucking have the burn down, the predictive programming. You see that shit? (laughs) Yeah, I guess that East Palestine, Ohio thing. There was a movie on Netflix that had actual actors from that town as extras in the movie about a train wreck <laughs> all before it comes goes down you know what i mean yeah and predictive programming i believe that shit's a thing bro
2: and uh that kind of information being available to you is the reason why uh, elon won't reinstate uh, alex jones
0: <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> i like why i like the comment you you sent over earlier to me uh what was that like a number one comment type of deal
2: uh yeah, I think it was like the first comment or something.
0: It said uh don't trust a billionaire that won't let Alex Jones speak or something yeah, like that. Yeah. And now yeah. you got uh you got him wow, hired a new CEO. I mean, for like two or three months everybody was thinking, damn, Elon's on this free speech life. You know what I mean? Yeah, I
2: saw something big. I was watching Tim Pool and uh he he opened his podcast with uh he's seriously considering leaving Twitter. That's insane. And he said it cost him a, a bit of money to set up Twitter because he won the blue mark and all, you know, the business account or whatever it is. And he thought that was going to be some new free speech platform. And that it was going to be this up and coming thing with Twitter, with uh, Tucker going over there. Right. And he said, right now, I just want to deactivate my account and not give them another dime of my money. Cause we're in a culture war. And when you take someone from the W E F, and make him the CEO of Twitter. I have no confidence whatsoever that this is supposed to be some kind of a free speech platform.
0: Yeah, it's 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 a strange, strange move. Yeah, I think the only thing I could think is if if, it, if it's possible for it to make sense, it must be some sort of defector. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> somebody that's defecting. I'm sorry from uh, from the WEF and moving over or something like that. You know, maybe that's some like Q type shit. You know what I mean? <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, Elon said. Uh, don't judge too soon wait and see what happens but uh like tim pool said how about i de- deactivate my account and then we'll wait and see what happens
0: right Let's i'm not see gonna just going continue
2: on. to give give you my money to wait and see
0: right yeah and i mean it's it's funny i've been watching it and it's got the conservative side of uh influencers twitter uh twitter people losing their minds man they're losing their minds um o- over the whole thing which why how would you ever possibly trust the uh, the world economic forum on anything right. you know what i mean well, or anybody that's involved at uh, that level or in that capacity
2: elon and the twitter move was really the last beacon of hope though for a conservative speech or think you you can't you can't speak conservatively anywhere
0: anymore yeah and uh well that was the big problem before he got there i guess and Again, I've been under a rock for a long time, so I didn't even start a Twitter account until we started talking about doing the podcast. And I guess beforehand, before Elon took it over, if you were conservative, you just had about, you just had a million bots just jumping on you every time you said anything that made any kind of sense. Yeah.
2: Well, which when Trump first became president, it was kind of nice to watch the change. Because when Obama was president, I couldn't say nothing on
0: on Facebook. All right. We're back in the studio one more time. Um, got a lot of things on our plate today. How you been, Tom? Good. It's good. How you doing? Oh, man, you know, just living that fucking nightmare, bud. That American nightmare. That American nightmare. Waking up every day, fucking something new, something devilish. Something evil trying to get into my brain. These fuckers giving me brain worms, man. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's every day. The early
2: bird gets the brain worms.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no shit. Especially if you turn on the TV. No doubt. You turn on the TV, watch the news for five, uh, even five minutes, man, and the brain worms start. Start reflecting on this fucking disaster we got going on. But uh, So how's work going? <laughs> it's not yeah there's no work shutting down huh no work gonna have to find a new line you gonna have to yeah that's a fucking bullshit the, man
2: the scary thing is is that these this administration has shut down everything there's no safe haven right even like i used to think that you were safe if you were in healthcare or something like that but all it takes is for you to be your the company you work for to have their money in the wrong bank and you're out too
0: yeah just that quick um, it reminds me, you know, I read a lot. I, uh, there's a book I recommend for everybody to read. It's called, uh, we, the living by Ayn Rand. And there's only a couple people in the book that are safe. You know, if she's in Russia. It's a lot of communism at the time. And, uh, you gotta be with that party. You know what I mean? If you're, a, if you're a member of the party, quote unquote, the party, you're all right. You'd be taken care of they'll, they'll They'll get you, get you something, but there's not a whole lot of members of the party uh, relative to the rest of the population. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's frustrating. Um, a couple things, I guess. Some of the stuff we've been talking about, I suppose is, Pretty goddamn controversial if you just out, out out at the restaurant talking about it, right? You
2: know? Yeah, stuff that you can't say in mixed company,
0: right? And I, I think the whole idea for what we're doing right now is just kind of an experiment in free speech. You know what I mean? Let's uh, let's exercise these rights a little bit. You know, um, I, I just want to make it really clear as far as politics goes. You know, I I don't identify as a Republican. A Democrat or a woman, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. But uh, you you know what I mean. It's you get a lot of ideas, and and nowadays it's everything's so touchy that if you say this, you're a homophobe. If you say this, you're uh, you you know, you're transphobic. Uh, you know, you're a zealot. You're you're all these names that they can call you, but in, in real life, you know, I'm just an American. I just am practicing my uh my 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 rights to free speech. I don't have a fuck to give about what anybody does in their own house.
2: Right, you're an adult, and you're an American adult. You have the right to do whatever and the fuck you want.
0: That's it, as defined in the Constitution. Man, it's really easy. You have the freedom of choice. You have the freedom of expression. You have the freedom of speech. Uh, you know. You can do all those things. And, and I don't have any hate towards anybody that wants to be on the, on the, in the living the gay life, whatever. I do find a lot of, uh, a lot of irony in, in the ideology. You know what I mean? Like, I don't understand why it's such a big deal for gay people to be married. Why do I feel that way? Because why would they? I mean, you're, you're basically wanting to practice a religious tradition <laughs> that's, you know, through all religions, you know what I mean? It's a religious tradition. So I don't, I don't understand some of the, the aspects of it, but as far as, uh, what you do in your own house, go ahead, man.
2: If you if you're consenting adults, you can be gay all you want. Just leave the kids out of it.
0: That's it, man. That's it. And I get kind of brings us to, uh, to, A lot of things going on in that world, man. Like, and I don't, again, I don't even understand why they're doing this. Everybody's seen what happened with the Bud Light thing. Yeah. You know, uh, now you got, uh, you got target. (laughs) (laughs) The
2: target is out of control.
0: These guys are out of control, man. They're selling, uh, they're selling these dick tuck bathing suits for children. (laughs) Yeah. And then rest hiding bathing suits for children and all their shirts say,
2: uh, loud and proud i'm a queer right you, you name it and it's, and it's for little kids i don't understand why a little kids should even have any thoughts of what they are
0: right and that, just be a kid go play with your friends it doesn't make no sense man it's uh it seems like the uh all the teachers have become activists they're no longer just teaching they they get it's almost like I mean, and again, I'm not in the. I'm not in the school every single day, so I don't really know. You know what I mean? But from what I see from the media, all the teachers have quit teaching math, <laughs> English.
2: That math is racist. English is racist. <laughs>
0: privileged math yeah. somehow. Yeah. yeah. Two plus two is privileged. <laughs> <laughs> and then you got. I seen. I seen a, a little bit earlier. I seen a Ford commercial. Now they got out. Oh yeah. It's they- a, big mud truck riding around
2: painted painted up like a rainbow
0: that's the end of it yeah Yeah. rainbow not only rainbow it's got like the uh the trans flag on the front i think and i they say they're redefining tough yeah
2: yeah a rainbow flag does not make it tough when you put a thousand pounds of stone in the back and the fucking bed
0: falls off yeah i I mean do you think there's going to be any repercussions for ford I don't,
2: I think they're having a hard time selling trucks anyway. I think everybody is.
0: Yeah. I think true. it's,
2: I think the auto industry is slow as it, as it stands. They saw all the success, but light had with Dylan Mulvaney. So they thought, why not?
0: Right. It doesn't make but that's what I mean. It doesn't even make any sense. Like, unless that, unless they've got it so locked down that they know that such a segment of the population in the next five years is just going to be, you know gay queer right i mean what who are you marketing to you're marketing to uh theoretically a very very small segment of the population you know what i mean even just statistically yeah right
2: yeah well maybe they think that they'll be part of the party well
0: there there you go that's
2: gonna be the party is everyone that had something to contribute to the lgbt movement
0: and you know the auto industry doesn't seem like they got nothing to worry about anyways. You know, they're the government now too. Right.
2: Yeah. Well, what's, what's weird is like the, the Bud Light deal where they're wanting to marketing to a certain segment of people who probably don't even drink beer to begin with. Right. But at least Ford, you know, gay people drive
0: cars. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah, man. I, I just, I don't know. Somebody helped me understand it. You know what I mean? Can you get in it? Can you, can you, what's the, what's the, I think it's just an overall, like, again, it's cultural Marxism, man. It's not about the Ford, right? It's not about the beer. It's about changing the people. You changing know what I mean? Changing the culture. Yeah. And, and, and they, they've been doing this for years and years and it was uh, you know they did it in Russia. They they they've done it all over the world. They just change the culture from the inside and get everybody distraught, and everything gets all fucked up. It reminds me a lot of the '90s, right? Um, and and I'm I, I'm going to tell you, I've been through this kind of thing and the, these kind of revela- revelations, and only because listen, I love rap music. All right, there's a reason why because when I was young, in the '90s. That was what was marketed to all of us. I think a lot of us loved rap music at the time. You know what I mean? You got your crisscross, and all of a sudden, you know, twelve-year-old white kids all over the country are throwing their clothes on backwards. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, so it's just a damn good thing that nobody talked me. You know, nobody talked me into taking drugs and trying to turn myself black on an irreversible. Uh, you know, something irreversible like that Something that you would live to regret, you know
2: Right, well that's When I say that this whole uh, gay thing, trans thing Is all like a fashion statement People out here pretending to be gay because it's cool And I'm an outcast for having that type of opinion But then I've been there You know, when I was 13, 14 years old I thought I was a black kid from Compton
0: Straight up, straight out of Compton
2: Yeah, and, and luckily that's something that you're able to grow out of But you go whack your dick off (laughs) (laughs) and you don't, don't grow back.
0: Right. And that's irreversible. And and, you know, there's testimony out there of people that have been through this gender dysphoria, taking those extra steps. And now they have a bullet in their head because they couldn't live with their choices after they did mature. You know what I mean? Uh, Right. You start taking hormone drugs as a man when you're eight years old. And guess what? you're never going to be sexually satisfied ever in your life. You know, that's what, that's, you know, that's not, that's not my opinion. This is something that's out there. You know so, what I mean? Do, do your own research.
2: <laughs> basically. It's like getting married then.
0: Yeah. 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 Same thing. <laughs> never again. <laughs>
2: not in this house,
0: <laughs> but really, you know, and it took me till I was solid, uh, solidly in, you know, in my late 20s and 30s. And I still do rap music, man. I ain't going to lie. I got, I put out rap music that I've done on Facebook. We're live on Facebook right now? We must be. Oh, shit.
2: <laughs> A little technical difficulty. No yeah, big well, deal. the internet's
0: cutting in and out. I think it's the, uh, the fucking aliens, man. It must be. <laughs> Shapeshifters. Jumping in on us already. So anyways, um, shit. You want to hook up to the internet real quick? So nah, I don't. Again? Nah, it don't matter. Okay. Um, oh. Yeah. So this is what we're getting into. We're starting to do. We're going to start doing a couple videos. Um. Some. Uh. Some YouTube. Some things like that. Rumble, actually, I think is what I want to eventually go to. I don't know if anybody. How many people have heard of Rumble? But they don't censor you. you yeah. How many I mean? people
2: are on Rumble?
0: there's a lot of them actually but but they they don't censor you it's a platform for free speech and that's what we're trying to promote right now is uh is free speech most definitely um the a the ability to communicate
2: yeah well you know what they say freedom isn't free and uh, free speech is a, a price comes with it you get the mad haters cancelers that, and all that
0: shit Yep, and that's we're already feeling it yeah you got, like fucking fifty people that listen to this thing and uh, and already getting mad hate.
2: Got the haters coming out of the woodwork. Getting
0: shitty emails. <laughs> I think it's because we touched on the gays.
2: Probably, <laughs> probably. Does that make? It? But still, the only gays I ever touch on are adults. But so. you,
0: uh, one thing I, I found interesting um, is one, a family member of ours subscribed to our our channel and uh, definitely gay, and that's fine. You know what I mean? It's uh, I, I'm glad. The dialogue is not about whether gay is right or wrong or none of that stuff. And again, we uh, don't give a fuck what you do in your own bedroom. Don't give a fuck what you do.
2: The funny thing about that is that a lot of gay people, they think all that tranny shit and all that shit is just nonsense.
0: Oh yeah, that's what I mean. Uh, they're not even with that shit. No, they're
2: like, yeah, you're gay. Okay, that don't mean that you're the opposite gender,
0: right? Or it doesn't mean that you can fucking start going after children with the uh, with the toys.
2: Yeah, well, it don't mean that there's forty seven different genders just yeah. because you're gay.
0: What kind of trans toys you think there are out there? Oh, I'm sure they got plenty of them. <laughs> Hasbro's uh, Transformers. <laughs> <laughs> Shit's fucked up. I see we just got disconnected from Facebook live again, man. You want to, uh, try to get that fucking straightened out or.
2: I don't know. Maybe just shut it down. Fuck, Fuck it. Try it again next time. Yeah.
0: I guess next time it will be a Facebook live time, but that's all right. We only going to give you about five and a half seconds anyways. And who, you know, you got about 37 seconds worth of it. That's so. plenty. That's plenty. So I've been, uh, you know, I like to get into shit. I like to research quite a bit. I, uh, you heard of chat GPT chat GPT. This is the new wave. This is the new thing. It's the new internet, my man.
2: Well, it's a, uh, a lot of people are scared to death of it. You have a lot of top scientists out there signing this thing, saying a petition that they want to postpone the release of AI because of how dangerous it is.
0: Yeah. Well, even Elon Musk is yeah. going on about how, uh, you know, use your powers for good.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: like just like George Soros. <laughs> yeah, jeez, Luis. I got a badass meme with George Soros. I'll post for you guys later, too, on our face on our Facebook page. And remember, guys, check it out. Don't be afraid. Don't be scared. You, you could, we got people out here scared to death they're going to lose their job if they click a like button on Facebook. You yeah, know what I share. mean? Because we, uh, we say something that you might not agree with or somebody might not agree with. That's insanity to me. If I was going to lose my job over fucking liking a Facebook page, I wouldn't work there. <laughs>
2: I wouldn't have a job.
0: No, no shit, man. What the <laughs> fuck is going on, man? But that's how scared they got everybody. Like, yo, you, you say some fucked up shit, man. I can't be on your... I can't be on... I can't be liking that. Oh, I'm
2: a 100% genuine shit poster. That's what I do.
0: Somebody's going to see me like you. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, that's going to have re- real ramifications in my own personal life. You motherfuckers are full of shit, man.
2: Yo, yeah, check it. Well, I, I was driving truck at Lippert Components. Mm-hmm. And uh, this dude... When I first started there, they had me ride with him for a minute for, like, my training or whatever. Yeah. And he told me he had some shit for probation, some classes and shit he had to take care of on certain days of the week. So, he's like, usually we work till 3, but, like, Monday and Wednesday, I got to cut out at 1.
0: Right.
2: So, I was putting two and two together. I look him up on the internet, and he basically, like, tried to rape his girlfriend's daughter. <laughs> And so there's a whole story about it in the paper at the time that it happened. Of course, when I Google him, that shit comes up. Right. So I don't say nothing to nobody, none of my business. I don't know the whole story, you know? Right. But then this dude fucking one day he was fucking with me, getting in my business. So I put his business out there.
0: Uh, He didn't like that.
2: So I just posted that story on Facebook. And (laughs) if you can believe this shit, that fucking transportation manager and the HR lady called me into the office.
0: To talk to you about that. And
2: tell me that I can't be posting shit about my coworkers. And I'm like, look, how many times have you seen a fucking picture of someone on Facebook that says, this guy's a child beater or a child molester or whatever. Right. And thousands of people share it. I'm like, I didn't caption it. I didn't say anything with it. I just posted his mugshot with his charges. Right. And I'm like, there's literally ain't shit you can do about it. Right. And the lady's like, well, if that's true, then yeah, you're right. And I'm like, see, if people had the fucking balls... Just that, that use get, their get a little of speech, backbone, yeah and, yeah, and tell people, "Fucking fire me!"
0: Yeah, yeah, no doubt. I mean, I get it. You know what I mean? It's just unfortunate that that's the kind of world we live in now, where you have to be afraid of what you like or what you do in your own personal life on your own personal time. Yeah, like there's going to be some sort of uh, ramification for you at work over that. It's a sad state. You yeah, know what I mean, really, when you think about it, is that free? Are you are you free? <laughs> is that free? Not even. You close. know what I mean? Yeah, it's it's insane, and and that that gets that gets me thinking about what are things gonna come to when we get to the point where we're on this social credit score type shit. You know what I mean?
2: Exactly. You have to be scared now. I've had people say they're scared to share this content because they might lose their job, or right. people at their work might hear it, and then they're not gonna be friends anymore. Right. Right. And that's just uh, you know, the the culture of not being allowed to have an opinion. Wait till the culture is the literal social credit score. Right, where the bank will disconnect your your money because yeah. they don't like your opinion.
0: Yeah, well, and that's when you get to that social credit score life. It, it ain't even going to be about a currency no more. It's going to be about are you doing the right things uh, to impress your your fellow. You know what I mean? You're going to try to get on the bus at the at the bus station, swipe your phone, and it gives you the red X, and and your ass is walking. You know? Oh uh,
2: yeah, they already have companies that are giving uh, corporations ESG scores to make sure that they're contributing to the green movement and hiring minorities and all the bullshit. If you don't have a high enough score, well then they're going to uh, ban you, cancel you, whatever the fuck they do.
0: Right. Well, and I was listening to, uh, uh, gosh, damn it. I want to say it was D- Dave Smith's podcast with Robert Kennedy. Okay. The other day. And he was going on talking about, cause ABC did a big hit piece on him. Right. But he he brought it up that look, we don't have to have the s- same opinions. That's not, you know what I mean? And and we can still be friends. We can still be family and not agree on something. You know what I mean? Life wouldn't even be life if we all just had to agree on exactly the same things, you know. There ain't nothing personal. I don't have nothing personal against anybody a- at all unless you make it personal or unless you affect me personally. Now I have my beliefs like I say. You targeting kids with fucking, uh, with sexual propaganda is disgusting.
2: Right. They get putting out dick tuck bathing suits for little boys.
0: Yeah. How much sense does that make? I mean, not, yeah. My personal opinion is that's fucked up. If your personal opinion is that that's not fucked up, well, yeah, we probably aren't going to get along very well. You know what I mean? But on a, on a spectrum, most of us, like I always say, have so much more in common than we do have differences, you know?
2: Right. Yeah. Like Just like the other day, a old boy said, Oh, your podcast was entertaining, but we probably don't agree politically. And I, so I sent him a couple of my opinions. I'm like, we agree more than you think we do. Yeah. But the left is so extremely far left that being a moderate makes you a far right. Right. Being in the
0: middle makes you far right. I seen a guy the, uh, the other day talking about that. He's, he put, uh, they got like these fucked up weird tests on, On the internet where where do i stand politically you answer a bunch of ideological questions and they let you know what you believe or whatever or or what side you're on and he says you know i'm i'm in his own ideology he's like a right-wing dude he takes his test and he's like left of center (laughs) but just barely you know what i mean and that's 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 how close a lot of it runs but they would like us to make they would like to make us think that we all stand on polar opposite ends of the spectrum always right and that's what it's about is the divide we're not allowed to let anybody come together anymore. welcome back everybody it's statics automatic man uh john and tom's fucking badass podcast video casts out here fucking with this microphone right now you guys get a little preview of setup and everything is, yeah are you all right right there yeah we're good all right cool got a new addition to a studio today computer how you like that guys we're getting all professional on your asses coming with it
2: Coming with the with the acer action
0: yeah that's what's up um if you guys didn't check it out you ought to check out the last episode that we had um that was a good one that was a banger yeah i I, i've truly enjoyed it double check on everything video over here is running yeah Yeah. we're recording we're recording right there on facebook live pro tools is live we are in the fucking place to be rocking yeah it it. was a banger so it was like uh the top 10 conspiracies of uh of 2023 according to chat gpt that was the last episode did have you uh since we did that podcast have you thought any other conspiracies that that that, uh that aren't on the chat gpt life
2: uh i don't know about that but one thing. I was talking to my daughter about that. We generated the top 10 conspiracies with chat GPT. And she said that apparently, uh, maybe Snapchat uh-huh. has its own AI now. Oh, no shit. And the kids are using it in school to do their assignments. Well, there you go. Yeah.
0: I wish we would have had some shit like that. Yeah. So you
2: just go on the Snapchat AI and ask it to write your paper for you.
0: Who am I kidding? No, oh, you know, I wasn't in school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> didn't even worry about that shit.
2: Yeah, school wasn't really my carton of milk. (laughs) Mine neither, brother. Mine neither.
0: Um, This week, we're going to do a little bit of politics. I think it's interesting how many people there are out there that... They'll vote straight ticket. You know? So, like, they don't even care who's on the... on Who's actually running. They're just like, I'm a Republican, so I'm voting for all Republican. Just voting a ticket. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, well... It's hard for me, though, because if as far extreme as the Democrat Party is right now, if you're willing to put the D beside your name, I just don't think I'm going to take a lot for me for you to get my vote.
0: Yeah, most like if you
2: will even align with the modern Democrat Party, it'd be hard for me to vote for
0: you. So I'm going to be 100 percent honest. I have not voted since 2012. I voted for Ron Paul in 2008 and 2012 and since then i have not voted not even a single time not not for anything i i almost feel bad about that like but but at the same time i think we talked about it a little bit a while ago but i'm i'm com- with the non-participation you know like that's the main thing for like i, I just don't i'm not even gonna participate in this shit the, the 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 choice between uh what do they say the best of two evils or whatever yeah oh uh, they're both evil so yeah
2: well yeah that's like when your choice was uh Obama or Mitt Romney. Now, what the fuck kind of options are those?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, South Park a long time ago had the douche and the turd sandwich, right? Oh, that sounds delicious. <laughs> that's, <laughs> but that's that, that's your choices, you know. Um, but how many people do you think realistically have ever even read their platform? Like uh, what, you know, the Republicans have a platform. The Democrats, they have a certain platform they're supposed to run within. They go out, they announce where they're at, where they where they stand on all these different issues. You think anybody uh, in our generation or any even younger has ever even taken the time to read any of that stuff?
2: No, they. I think that's partially the reason why the Democrat Party is the biggest party in history, uh, membership-wise. And it's because people only know the platform from what the mainstream television tells them. Yeah. And the mainstream television is obviously just a propaganda wing of the Democrat party.
0: And I'm pretty sure even this uh so even their platforms are just propaganda these days. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it's just r- road out propaganda. But anyways, so I was thinking for this episode what we would do is we would go over the preambles. Cuz you we don't ha- certainly don't have the time to read the entire platform to everybody. You know what right. I mean? But we could go over the uh, just the preambles of um, each party. There's, it's pre- it's pretty interesting when you get to look reading it, and uh, we'll have a, have a little bit of fun. Well, you want to start with the uh, Democratic Party?
2: let yeah, Let's do that.
0: The Democrats. All I, right.
2: I think it's funny though when you ask how many people probably have ever read their party's preamble, and it's a probably it's a very small percentage. But I like the people that when you're talking about. Uh, like new legislation, mm-hmm. and they'll be on Facebook, and they go, "I actually read the bill." <laughs> all
0: no, 5,000 the pages you of it. didn't.
2: Yeah, and all written in legalese and all open for interpretation and by that's attorneys.
0: Whole, legalese is just a whole. That's a whole new different language. Yeah,
2: you didn't. You didn't read the bill, and if you did, you have no fucking clue what it said.
0: Well, you got people going to school for law for years of, that still can't read the fucking bills. Well, that, the, it's like the legalese is a trick.
2: Legalese is open for interpretation. Right. So you have to have a, an arbitrator to decide what it actually means.
0: Yeah. And in the way everything's worded is so, I mean, everything, it's just like the, the fine print in anything, right? It's all about tricking you. <laughs> yeah. Well, legalese
2: is ever changing. Right. So it just depends on who your judge is that decides what it means that day.
0: Right. And the
2: fuckers. I actually read the bill. Yeah, you
0: did. Who? Yeah. The, the the people that signed the fucking bill didn't read yeah, the bill. Yeah,
2: the people that voted for the bill didn't even read the bill. It's fucking insane, bro. Uh,
0: okay, well, I, I think we should, we'll just take this uh, paragraph by paragraph. This is the preamble for the uh, Democratic Party. Um, I'm going to read to you, so pardon me if I stutter a little bit here and there. I'm not, I'm not uh, well-versed in reading out loud. I haven't done that since, like, kindergarten. <laughs> but here we go. It says uh, America is an idea, one that has endured and evolved through war and depression, prevailed over fascism and communism and radiated hope to far distant corners of the earth. Americans believe that diversity is our greatest strength. That protest is among the highest forms of patriotism, that our fates and fortunes are bound to rise and fall together. That even when we fall short of our highest ideals, we never stop trying to build a more perfect union. That's just the first paragraph, man. Yeah, that's
2: that's really something. <laughs> that, that, the Democrat Party preamble talks about overcoming fascism and communism. Uh-huh. And they are a fascist communist party.
0: And that protest is among the highest forms of patriotism.
2: Yeah, well, ask that to the January 6th protesters who are oh, yeah. sent in jail.
0: Well, it's the highest form of uh, protest if you're like involved with, uh, you know, the riot squad.
2: Yeah, if you're if you're uh, BLM,
0: you're out there burning d- down fucking cities and shit. Yeah, <laughs> then it's the highest form of uh, of of uh, patriotism. Yeah, uh, how many of them fuckers you even think are patriots in the true sense of the word?
2: Zero, <laughs> because when they say that uh, protest is the highest form of patriotism, what really is? What really is the highest form of patriotism? Like non-participation? At this point? Yeah, the government's not supposed to control your life.
0: I would yeah. Uh, yeah. like
2: uh minding your own business and going to work every day and taking care of your family.
0: Exercising your rights, right. you uh, know. That's pers- patriotism.
2: Personal responsibility.
0: But you but, but these days you want to exercise your rights and you're just going to get a fucking the hate club. All the haters come out. Walk around carrying a carrying a pistol on your on your uh on your hip at Walmart and look at the fucking dumb eyes. You know what I mean? Yeah.
2: People hiding behind the teddy bears. He's got a gun.
0: That's it. All right. Paragraph number two. Here we go. When the American people go to the polls this fall, we will be choosing more than a candidate. Character is on the ballot in this election. The character of our president. Yes. But more than that, the character of our democracy, our society, and our world leadership.
2: Dementia considered character.
0: <laughs> He's a fucking character, yeah. ain't he? <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah. I don't know how you can be, uh, just completely ridden with dementia and have character on, on your ballot.
0: <laughs> a fucking cartoon character, man. <laughs> <laughs> the challenges before us, the worst public health crisis in a century, the worst economic downturn since the great depression, the worst period of global upheaval in a generation, the urgent global crisis posed by climate change, the intolerable racial injustice that still stains the fabric of our nation, will test America's character like never before.
2: <laughs> so the whole preamble is uh, virtue signaling.
0: Yeah, pretty much is what it sounded like to me. Yeah. Climate change. Yeah. Come on, man.
2: Climate change. Well, also, uh, the the pandemic and the economic downturn, those were... Perpetrated by the Democrat Party. <laughs> they pulled a COVID scam and shut down the whole economy to get rid of Donald Trump.
0: The pot uh calling the kettle Black Lives uh, Matter. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, it's a climate change is such a it's such a horrible thing, man. It is. It is. Everybody take that very serious. All right, here we go. The COVID 19 pandemic has laid bare deep-seated problems in our society the fragility of our economy and social safety net, the risks posed by growing inequality, the impacts of racial and economic disparities on health and well-being, and the profound consequences of deepening polarization and political paralysis. Now, the polarization is caused. (laughs) By this shit right here. By this shit right here. Yes, exactly. It
2: it references inequality and uh, racial issues. And then talks about polarization. Yeah. You're creating, pro- it's the uh, Hegelian dialectic. You create the problem and present the solution.
0: Yeah. Oh, racism. Oh, don't worry. We'll fix it. Problem, reaction, solution. Exactly. Problem, reaction, solution. That's some David Icke shit, too. He was always harping on that. That was good. And it, and it is true. We'll present the problem. We'll wait on your reaction. And then we will present the solution.
2: <laughs> and then we <laughs> it's
0: just are a your cycle.
2: saviors. Yes,
0: exactly. We Pre- fixed it. <laughs> when we caused it in the first fucking place. <laughs> Beautiful cycle, isn't it? The way we're doing it right now, we can edit it. If we need to edit, we can just fucking turn it off, you know, whatever. As long as I don't fill up a little gap full of silence or whatever, we'll be all right.
2: I just like to put it, just offer us up just how we are.
0: Yeah. Fuck them. Fuck them and feed them dick. Fish dick. As my great-grandmother used to say, fuck you, you pukey bitch. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's definitely going on something that's that's a clip for something um anyhow welcome back to the statics automatic um, my name is john roberts this is my homeboy cousin little bur- little bubby <laughs> <laughs> tom um but i guess i wanted to talk about i want to talk about a lot of things i we've we've covered a whole gang of shit man um but you know, I feel like a lot of our subject matter is going to be really hard to get out there. You know, it's going to be tough. Reason being is you got all these leftist woke fucks out here just canceling everybody. Yeah. I mean, just anybody with an opinion.
2: They're after that cancellation prize. You know what I'm saying? <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Almost is like that, like you know, they get props or whatever.
2: Get a trophy for being the most woke. <laughs> it's a fucking two foot long, two pronged double dong.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyhow, um, so. This week, I, you know, I've been busting my ass on YouTube videos just trying to. Uh, I want to put out. My goal is to put out one video a day. By the way, if anybody sees one of our videos, I need somebody to give me a like button. Give me a share. Sharing is caring, man. Like it. Share it. Subscribe. Get down. Cut it up. Sharing is caring. Like woke bitches. <laughs> <laughs> what up, Karen? <laughs> but really, though. So, uh, so I made one, you know, last podcast, we were just going over the preambles of the parties and I made a video. I just cut a clip out of that where we were talking about COVID and, uh, nanotechnology and we weren't even talking about it as if it was fact, you know, we were talking about it in context of conspiracy theories. Yeah. Just. Talking about conspiracies. Yeah, just talking about what's out there. About what what conspiracies are out there for 2023. Yo, chat, chat GPT's the one that brought it up. No shit. <laughs> v- fucking woke ass Karen. Yeah. Tried,
2: <laughs> trying to get me banned, chat.
0: Yeah. No shit. It's like two life crew and shit. But <laughs> bam <B-b-b-b-ban laughs> in the USA. <laughs> you know, and think about it. That's about how long it's just kind of been going on for quite some time. Actually, forever, really. You yeah. know, silence the uh, silence the uh, critics.
2: That's backwards world. Silence the people that are right.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and amplify fucking nonsense. Yeah. We got a whole month dedicated to it.
2: Oh, yeah. Uh, last night, a girl offered me some Skittles. I said, I never eat Skittles during Pride Month. <laughs> <laughs> Hit me up in July. I'll have some of your Skittles.
0: Yeah. So... It's so frustrating, bro, because you take all the time to put together this video, right? And I get a fucking email that says, you know, you're not allowed to talk about COVID. Our fact checkers have checked. You're spatting bullshit. Yeah. I mean, it's fact, but we're
2: going to go ahead and call it false because our fact checkers.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And who are the fact checkers? I mean, can we get a... Can I get a second opinion like a like a doctor? <laughs>
2: yeah. You,
0: you yeah. know? Let's let's get a, a panel of fact checkers and let's make it known who they are and who they work for. How about that? Well, you
2: see, uh, the people at Twitter, uh, apparently Matt Walsh had some deal or Daily Wire had a deal to play uh, <clears throat> what is a woman on Twitter. Yeah. As a one year anniversary kind of thing. Yeah, and then Twitter was like, "Oh no, you can't play that here." Uh, really? And then I guess Elon's on vacation or whatever. He's like, "Oh, that was a mistake." And
0: yeah, because uh see, I seen a little bit of that, but I didn't, I didn't like read about it too much. I thought what because uh, Elon sent out a tweet that said, um, "All parents should watch this movie." Yeah, it, that
2: was after. That's uh,
0: after the whole thing. Yeah, that was after. Okay. The,
2: the, the Twitter staff is gonna not allow him to play it while elon's on vacation (laughs) but i saw some comment thread and guys i can't believe it i thought it was supposed to be a platform free speech i'm like he just hired a woman from the world economic forum to be the ceo yeah how did you think that
0: and how do you think that that's going to go in the long run (laughs) exactly
2: the way that it just
0: did yeah exactly well i think they went through with it like they let it they let it be played i think
2: uh, I'm not, not sh-
0: 100% I'm not on sure. it, but I, I feel like they did. I It was trending, uh, but it could have been trending either way. Like they censored it or they let it yeah. play either way. I don't know. Yeah.
2: Well, I think they were going to let it play, but <clears throat> the original plan was that I was going to have its own page dedicated to it. Okay. And then uh, Twitter said, no, we're not doing that. i just going to do regular
0: whatever. Yeah, and, and at that, I kind of feel like that they just, again... Matt Walsh, much love. Cool, man. You know, you did... it. I, again, wish that I was paid to try to define what a woman was. I wish I could go out and get paid for that because it's fucking pretty goddamn simple.
2: Or get paid to go travel and debate it.
0: Yeah. Go sit in a college and fucking, you know, throw me 30, 30 Gs and I'll sit down and talk with you about why you're not actually a woman, dude.
2: That's some trendy, like I seen, he said, uh, you're an EMS, right? Yeah. Well, if you... Responded to a medical emergency and the person had a penis and they said they thought that they were having a miscarriage. Would you consider that for your treatment options? <laughs> the tranny was like, "Uh, no. Okay. Yeah. Because that's a man.
0: What a, yeah, Fucking common sense, man. Yeah, that's I what I mean. How... I- how nice would it be to receive a paycheck to debate that kind of shit? You know what I yeah, mean? Sign me up. And that's where it gets weird for me when it comes to uh conservative, uh, you know, I guess conservative media now, because it's almost like they just, the other side of the same fucking, uh, you know, the same beast, right? Like they're almost just fueling the fire of, you uh, you know, They're still promoting transgenderism, even if they're against it. Does that make sense? Yeah.
2: Yeah, and then you got to wonder. Like, I was thinking about today's episode, right? We're going to do a follow the silenced.
0: Yeah. And talk
2: about the people who have been canceled. Right. Well, they've been canceled to... uh, God damn, I can't think of the word. To appease the 0.3% of the population.
0: (laughs) Right, exactly.
2: And so, yeah, like, on one hand... Conservative media personalities report this stuff. What's a woman tell you about all this transgender stuff that's going on? Which is the agenda? But if you if they didn't and it was just the left wing media sources that were doing this, how many people would even know? Like, would it have gotten the traction that it's got?
0: No, and that's my whole point. Like, and with all due respect to Mister Walsh, sure you did that. Uh, what is a woman documentary? But I like I say, it's almost. Fuel for the fire of you know the outcry or outrage, and I watched the thing and at in the end, in in the video there's Black Lives Matter flags flying around in the background and shit you know what I mean so you know it's almost like uh, what do you call it it's it's counterintelligence or uh, just controlled opposition is yeah. what I'm is what yeah. I'm looking for controlled opposition. That frustrates me, man, and I see that a lot. I think uh, Ben Shapiro, he's one of them. <laughs> you know, he's, well,
2: that's like if there was a Black Lives Matter flag right here,
0: right? It wouldn't
2: just be by accident. It would yeah. be because we put it there.
0: Well, yeah, and that's every single movie you watch. That's why I. You know, that's why I talk with my wife about it quite a bit is understand that there's not a scene in a movie where the background's not thought out. So when you're looking at the older movies before 9/11, and there's like. Uh, 9-11 and shit and like there's just symbology all over the place and it all this is thought out you know what I mean by by geniuses that are at war with you yeah you know and it's hard to sit somebody down and say hey look here's the actual scoop guys for the last at least 100 years the people that are in control have been fighting a war against you and you don't understand that you think these people are getting elected going up there trying to serve you they're no longer serving you those days are done so when you get on the microphone now uh do you do you get uh stunned a little bit like do you, like shit i'm on the mic no no you no. just fucking rock and roll don't doesn't make no difference
2: we've been we've been cutting it up on this bullshit for a long time
0: yeah yeah well and even even when it's funny because uh even when we're not on a microphone talking talking shit we're always talking shit right like yeah that's
2: what i'm saying even when we're talking away from the mics like damn we should have the mics right now and be recording this shit
0: yeah well as soon as you as soon as you got here today you started talking about i can't even remember but i was like save that shit for the podcast bro
2: (laughs) (laughs) well i mean like, part of the premise of the podcast is that you can't talk about this shit out in the free world. Right. Because free speech is frowned upon, and the, the Smith agents will come out and fucking bust your balls.
0: Yeah, really quick, So, too.
2: I go through life, and I'm like, fuck, man. I'm just like, can't say shit.
0: To nobody.
2: It's depressing. Like, I just sit there with my mouth shut, because I'm like, I can't say nothing to these Dumb motherfucker.
0: And we go on and on about it's an Orwellian world, man. Because uh, really, we shouldn't be the ones that have to feel uh, offended all the time. You know what I mean? Or we should be the ones, I should say, that are offended all the time. Of course, people that uh, you know, we just keep our mouth shut most of the time. No, nope, we're never really trying to stir up shit. While on the same, the other side of that token, you got these fucking crazy leftists just screaming screaming at people yeah i'm taking offense at every little thing that anybody says
2: i always say i'm non-confrontational but i don't know if i'm just normal and people are too vocal because there's certain shit i see every day i just let it go because it's not worth fucking arguing about right but then all these fucking crazy liberals they're down to argue about shit whatever Like, <laughs> did you just say retard i can't believe you'd say retard
0: yeah well, it's fun and retard's like, and they use those little words like that to get people uh, boxed in. Um, I was talking to a, a nurse. I got real sick last year, and one of the nurses that was helping me, we got to talking a little bit, and she said, "What do you think's going on with this world right now?" And I said, "Well, I'm under the impression that there's a group of uh, satanic Jews that have taken over." <laughs> Our governments and limited in our language, so we can't even communicate. The, you know what she said? I think so too. Yeah, <laughs> it's
2: the I uh, loved it. It's the modern Tower of Babel, right? They mix mm-hmm. up the languages so you can't communicate.
0: Yeah, that's it, and it's a bunch of <laughs> satanic Jewish pedophiles just running, running this up, run the show, the circus, man.
2: I I got a haircut like probably a month ago. And, you know, you sit down and they, get, they want to make conversation or whatever. Make it so it's not too awkward. Right. And she's like, oh, so how's work going? I'm like, well, there's no work. Yeah. I'm like, there hasn't been any work for a year. It's so slow. Like, people are getting laid off. And she goes, yeah, that sucks. All because of COVID. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's why. All because of COVID.
0: And that's what your normal person thinks. Is, yeah. Is that we had this uh, scamdemic. And then... uh that's the root reason, but there's really a root reason of why this is all happening. People don't really uh, think about it at all anymore. We've been conditioned this has been going on for a long time. We've been conditioned not to not to question anything, not to think about anything. But what it is, truly, if you under uh, the underlying problem is we're converting from a free society to a communist society. And there's no doubt about that.
2: Well, there was always like an elitist class that wanted to run the show and everybody else could just be their slaves but they weren't necessarily a bunch of communists right right they were just the like evil uh, uh, robber barons
0: right which were probably actually communists <laughs> right.
2: but but like say if you look at uh marijuana being illegal and the scam that they ran on that right those probably weren't necessarily communists they were just people that they, they already had the machines to print paper and they didn't want to switch over to hemp so right. then they demonized marijuana
0: yeah well there's a lot of you remember you know a lot of our wars are fought over resources and back in you know a long long time ago we were fighting wars over spices you know yeah so yeah it's it's a crazy world
2: oh uh, well that's a funny thing too people say uh america wasn't discovered it, it was stolen no it was conquered every land is conquered land Because from the beginning of time, the bigger tribes conquered the smaller ones and Mm -hmm. took their land and took their
0: resources. Well, they said, uh, I seen a thing the other day. Some Liv was bitching about, there will never be a black man that's the king of England. And I thought to myself, well, there will probably never be a fucking black man that's the king of fucking Somalia either, or a white man that's the king of Somalia. Yeah. So what are you talking about? Yeah. You know? And that's the thing. They're just turning us into the gray people. Nobody has culture anymore.
2: Right. Like uh, invasive species, right? Yeah. There'll never be a black man as the king of England.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, it's just like you hope that you'd never find ash borers in Northern America.
0: Right. <laughs> I don't understand them. I just don't understand them. I don't understand that. Well, I do, actually. And that's the thing. And like I say, it's cultural Marxism and it's communism coming in. Um, I wanted to do, I've, I've thought about doing this segment with you. I told you about it a couple of weeks ago uh, in others words or whatever, where it's not even our opinion. It's somebody else completely talking about it. And we just kind of commentate on it, you know? Um so I brought up a 6 minute interview here and it's with a guy who was in the KGB like literally this interview is from 1984 so ironic year too 1984 you know with Orwell's book and all um but I'm going to play some of it and you go ahead and tell me what you think and I'll tell you what I think
2: which this is not from Orwell's book
1: no suburb of Moscow. He was the son of a high-ranking Soviet Army officer. He was educated in the elite schools inside the Soviet Union and became an expert in Indian culture and Indian languages. He had an outstanding career with Novosti, which was the, and still is, I should say, the press arm or the press agency of the Soviet Union. It turns out that this is also a front for the KGB. He escaped to the West in 1970, after becoming totally disgusted with the Soviet system, and he did this at great risk to his life. He certainly is one of the world's outstanding experts on the subject of Soviet propaganda.
0: Oh God, are you kidding me? You're gonna give me buffering right now?
1: ...and disinformation and active measures. Well, you spoke several times before about ideological subversion. That is a phrase that uh, I'm afraid some Americans don't fully understand. When-
0: Now, we'll stop right there just for a minute, just to to touch on that. Ideological subversion, a phrase that most Americans don't understand.
2: Well, that's something I was just thinking about today, that uh, they're indicting Trump for the uh, documents. (laughs) And so, like, the presidential, uh, I can't even think what they call it now, but the, the documents rule was not like a criminal rule. Right, It's not something that you would be indicted or put in jail for. But all the people that just watch regular mainstream news are like, yeah, arrest that criminal bastard, right? Yes. And that's what exactly what that is, is ideological subversion. Because if Biden was indicted, I would say, yeah, arrest that bastard. But they really have all these real crimes that Biden has committed. right? But those people don't acknowledge those whatsoever because of the subversion in the mainstream
0: media. Right. And they don't even... I, you know, and we we live in such a, a world where most most things are an echo chamber, right? Um, you can g- use confirmation bias just to just and only see what you want to see every single day, you know. And I think everybody's guilty of that. I'm guilty of that, but I but I also try to keep an open mind to everything. Where I think a lot of people have no open mind at all. You can't you cannot even penetrate their ideas, right? So the other day, one of, uh, one of our friends I seen posted on Facebook and I didn't even look at it, whatever, but it was something about Trump talking about getting pussy or whatever and how all Republicans think that, but that, but coming from the Republican party that wants to protect children from trans, you know, woke teachers or whatever. And I thought, to, and he said, that's Republican logic. And I thought to myself, you're not even using logic Like you're, you're even, again, we promote a hundred percent individuality. We're all individuals. That's collectivism right there. If you take one individual and use him as the representative of every single member of a whole party, well, you got something fucking going on with you that that's just ideological, right?
2: Yeah. And not only that, but humans have two basic needs. One is to procreate and pass on your bloodline. Right. The other one is to eat to survive. Right. And so they're saying there's something wrong with talking about getting pussy as an adult. Yeah. You're literally, that's literally the, like the main part of your survival Mm -hmm. is to get pussy. And then they compare it to where you think that adults should get pussy, but adults shouldn't fuck little kids. (laughs) Well, what the fuck? Of course, adults shouldn't fuck little kids.
0: I said this, I said, I'd rather have a leader that knows how to get pussy than a pussy that don't know how to lead (laughs) (laughs)
2: yeah yeah
0: (laughs) all right we're gonna jump back into this video a little bit and then we'll uh we'll, we'll get back into some more conversation real quick welcome back to the statics automatic glad to have you we got like 56 people that listen to our show now we've been at this thing for a month
2: could have been anywhere else in the world.
0: No shit. You took the time to listen to this, and I like that. I appreciate that.
2: Appreciate that.
0: Reason being is, uh, and I've, I've harped on it a few times already, but we're not gonna get no favors, man. Nope. We're uh, we're up against a tidal wave of collectivism right now,
2: and it's super scary because we are literally, literally nobody. Nobody. And we get canceled.
0: We got seven subscribers on YouTube, and we get canceled. Uh, If they can just do that to us, you know what I mean? They can do that to fucking anybody. I mean, they they are doing it to anybody. Yeah, that's what the the
2: big dogs have been saying. Like, you name it, Kanye, Trump, Candace Owens.
0: Like, if they can cancel me,
2: they can cancel you.
0: Well, the scary thing is, is like, okay, if you're Donald Trump or you're Candace Owens and you got 2 million people listening to your stuff and you're really offending the party or whatever and they cancel you well that makes sense but when you're like a couple dudes from pierston (laughs) you know you know what i mean like we're just a couple dudes from pierston making a podcast pretty much for uh for the family you know
2: (laughs) doing some work in the basement and get canceled
0: just hanging out it's getting canceled and and literally only been at it a month. We don't have anybody. That's the power of the idea right there. The
2: AI, the AI
0: idea. Well, the canceling, but I'm just saying like, uh, and you can, you can attempt to control the market, the economy, but you can't control ideas, ideas spread. And that's the fear. You know, that's what the, Government fears is somebody talking and exercising their rights. And that's why the statics automatic, bro.
2: (laughs) It's automatically. Yeah. Don't don't even try it.
0: Right. You're canceled right out the gate. Don't even fuck around. Weird times we're living in.
2: Luckily, there are still some people that are trying to fight back against it, like with the rumble or whatever to try to give you some iota of free speech.
0: Yeah, well, and that's, that's the beauty of the internet. But again, kind of like what we talked last week, they got it down to three or four different channels that the everyday consumer, you know, goes through. Yeah,
2: that's something I was thinking about on my way over here, too. Like, I was looking at podcast stats that most podcasts don't make it past seven episodes. Yeah. And that's... Surely, I mean, that that's not all of the reason why, is, like, the censorship. Right. But the... Three channels is, has a lot to do with it. That once you put your podcast out there and it doesn't get any traction, people aren't watching or listening. Mm-hmm. Then fuck it.
0: Well, any any endeavor uh, is going to be a tough one, you know. Regardless, it's hard to start something and and get traction. But it's absolutely hard to start something when uh, every mainstream outlet is against you right from the jump.
2: <laughs> right. You know? Yeah. Yeah, it'd be easy if we had a rainbow flag behind us. Oh, straight and up. We was like, uh, pride. Save Ukraine. Happy Pride Month. <laughs> yeah,
0: Juneteenth. <laughs> 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 then it'd be real easy. They'd be, uh, shit, they'd probably call us and, and uh, serve us up with a fat check and be like, keep it up, keep it yeah. up, keep doing what you're doing.
2: Be government funded, just like Amazon and Facebook. Sponsored by
0: George Soros, you know? <laughs> That's that's how it goes too. Sponsored by
2: Hunter Biden, but Joe knows nothing about it. <laughs> the big guy, the big guy, he knows nothing about it.
0: Not a damn thing. He ain't gonna tell you anyways. So last week uh, we did an episode on ideological subversion. I liked the format. We kind of was wa- just watching video and reviewing it. It's almost like a reaction video, like you were saying.
2: Kinda, but uh, more serious. Right. Like most reaction videos or music videos or basketball highlights.
0: Yeah. It's funny, too, because uh, I find a lot of our dialogue hilarious. Of course, that's just me. You know what I mean? But it is serious as well. And uh, that I I think uh, that's kind of what we want to do, right? Like, it, it's got to be entertaining, but yeah. yet, yet at the still time, push, push – uh, Push the message of uh, objectivism.
2: Well, that's the thing, too. Like, part of this experiment. I love comedy, right? Yeah. And it seems like wokeism is killing it.
0: Oh, absolutely. You can't
2: say anything. You think it's funny and someone's, oh, that's not funny. You can't talk about fat bitches.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Cancer
2: jokes aren't funny. Right. Well. If whatever you're affected by is not funny, that means nothing's allowed to be funny.
0: If you can't laugh at everything, you can't laugh at anything. That's what, That's how we used to do it. <laughs> if you can't hang and bounce, get the fuck out of here, man.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You're free to leave.
0: <laughs> yeah. See ya. And that—that's what the beauty of the free market is—is is that look, you don't have to listen to this shit. But that's why they try to cancel everybody. They're scared somebody will take off. You know. Yeah. You yep. give me control of 350 million people's uh, eyeballs and ideas, and I bet you I could start a whatever the fuck I wanted to start. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be hanging John Tenth flags up. <laughs>
2: <laughs> They'd, they, what they would do is hire some undercover agents to go out there and throw rocks and call them your supporters.
0: Yeah. Um. So I took a couple of interviews. Uh, I I at at what's trending on Twitter. I think, uh, you know, that's a pretty goddamn big platform. So if their shit trended on there, it's something people probably want to hear. I'm guessing.
2: Yeah, I like this idea because a lot of people say that uh, pe- people go on Twitter and think it's the real world. Right. Uh, maybe we could take some Twitter trending stories and put a real world twist on them.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well... Yeah, and people do make it out to be the real world. Well, one of the first clips I I, I did um, is Rachel Maddow. I can't stand that bitch, bro. I,
2: I can't either, but I am curious. Is uh, I've seen this story a couple of different places today that Elon is not paying his rent for the Twitter building. Is that tr- trending on Twitter?
0: I have not seen that. No, I haven't Elon's seen Elon's
2: probably not going to let that story run on Twitter that he's not, <laughs> he's not paying the rent.
0: I wonder if it's true.
2: I guess he doesn't like the situation because when he got Twitter, they already had the headquarters. Right. And it's a ridiculous amount of money. Yeah. And it's way overpriced.
0: So he's like, fuck, it. fuck you, evict me.
2: Apparently, he went on the Twitter sign outside the headquarters and whited out the W. So it says titter.
0: <laughs> no, oh, no. He put an A where the I is. It says twatter. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> Is that the new vitamin water? <laughs> <laughs>
0: vitamin T. <tea. laughs> Trans water. <laughs> Twatter. <laughs> Come on down, get you some. The Statics Automatic brought to you by Twatter. Twatter.
2: Turn your dick inside out. You don't need a tux suit.
3: Fuck. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Tricky Dicky <laughs> <laughs> Alright I'm going to play this uh, little One of the things that was trending though This morning was censorship
2: <laughs> uh, Yeah because you know the Democrats say that You need to censor Trump Yeah. Or Tucker yeah. Or Glenn Beck or anybody else Who has an opposing view Because they're pushing
0: fake news and it's yeah and it's the same song man they've been doing this to people that have ideas forever you know
4: and cannot man have self-esteem if he loves his fellow man what's wrong with loving your fellow man christ every important moral leader in man's history has taught us that we should love one another why then is this kind of love in your mind immoral
5: it is immoral if it is a love placed above oneself. It is most, more than immoral, it's impossible. Because when you are asked to love everybody indiscriminately, that is to love people without any standard, to love them regardless of the fact of whether they have any value or virtue, you are asked to love nobody. But in a
4: sense in your... <laughs> she
0: honored, she?
5: She's a genius.
0: She is an, a literal genius. A literal genius. She knows exactly what time it is, man, and she's thought it out. And it, it's it's great. It really is. That's I mean, who? Do, how do you disagree with that? That's my question to to most people. How do you disagree with what this woman's saying right now? Brainwash is the only way. I I feel I really feel that way.
2: Well, that's like the the guy we listened to last week. The the plan that he spoke of is the exact opposition to what she's saying.
0: That's exactly it. That's why she's considered. That's why they jump all over her. And intellectuals do jump all over her, put her down, say just nasty shit about her. And I mean, it's she's on it, man. She's on it, and she she was a uh, uh, moving back then too in the sixties, uh, big time, man. I mean, obviously she's on Mike Wallace. You know
4: what I mean in your book you talk about love as if it were a business deal of some kind isn't the essence of love that it is above uh above self-interest well let me
5: make it concrete for you what would it mean to have love above self-interest it would mean for instance that a husband would tell his wife if he were moral according to the conventional morality that i am marrying you just for your own sake I have no personal interest in it, but I'm so unselfish that I'm marrying you only for your own good. Well,
4: should would, husbands and wives up, like
5: that?
4: Should husbands and wives iron tally up at the end of the day and say, well, now, wait a minute. I love her if she's done enough for me today, or she loves me if, if I have properly performed oh, my functions? No,
5: it. you misunderstood me. That is not uh, how love should be treated. I agree with you that it should be treated like a business deal, but... Every business has to have its own terms and its own kind of currency. And in love, the currency is virtue. You love people not for what you do for them or what they do for you. You love them for the values, the virtues, which they have achieved in their own character. You don't love causelessly. You don't love everybody indiscriminately. You love only those who deserve it.
4: And then if a man is weak or a woman is weak, then she is beyond, he is beyond love?
5: He certainly does not deserve it. He certainly is beyond. He can always correct it. Man has free will. If a man wants love, he should correct his weaknesses or his flaws, and he may deserve it. But he cannot expect the unearned, neither in love nor in money. But you have- neither in ma- <laughs>
2: <laughs> Yeah, no wonder why they hate on her. She's talking about personal accountability right there.
0: Uh, right. They right. don't like that. Right. And virtue. People that have, you know, that's that's how you earn love is virtue or whatnot. Yeah. It's unbelievable that people hate on her, man. I can't even believe it. Like, when I, for a long time ago, this is like pre 2008, probably, when I started getting into Ayn Rand or whatever. And I was like, psh, blew my fucking mind. You know what I mean? This bitch is like hitting the nail on everything that I feel but don't know how to say.
2: Right. Like, that's what impresses me about her is that. We've both sat down before and try to think, you know, what can I add? What can I write? What can I come up with? And how do you verbalize all of this like she has?
0: Right, right. Articulate it well. <laughs> you know what I mean? But she's she is a genius. I mean, and she's a true intellectual. That's the thing.
2: Well, now they've mixed up the meanings of all these words that she's using. Yeah. So that would completely mean something different now. Like virtue. So those are like old-fashioned values that she's talking about. Right. Whereas now, virtue is like being brave enough to say that you're transgender.
0: Or tattoo a fucking fetus on your arm and be pro-abortion.
2: Tattoo your vaccine card on your arm. (laughs) Yeah. Everyone knows that you did your responsibility. Look
4: how virtuous he is. (laughs) All right. Here we go.
5: Matter nor spirit.
4: You have lived in our world and you realize, recognize the fallibility of human beings. There are very few of us then in this world, by your standards, who are worthy of love.
5: Uh, unfortunately, yes, very few. But it well, is open to everybody to make themselves worthy of it. And that is all that my morality offers them.
4: If they will... A touch. way
5: to make themselves worthy of love, although that's not the primary motive. Uh,
4: let's move ahead. ha Let's move ahead. How how, how does your philosophy translate itself into the world of politics? Now, one of the principal achievements of this country in the past 20 years particularly, I think most people agree, is the gradual growth of social protective legislation based on the principle that we are our brother's keepers. How do you feel about the political trends of the United States, the Uh, Western world?
5: The way everybody feels except more consciously. I feel that it is terrible that you see destruction all around you, and that you are moving toward disaster until and unless all those welfare state conceptions have been reversed and rejected. It is precisely these trends which are bringing the world to disaster, because we are now moving towards complete collectivism or socialism, uh, a system under which everybody is enslaved to everybody, and we are moving that way only because of our altruist morality.
4: Uh, yes, but you say everybody is enslaved to everybody. Yep, this kid. Can- <laughs> you like that?
0: <laughs> everybody is enslaved to everybody. Boy, we've come a long way, haven't yeah, we? Yeah, yeah. She's dead nuts, man. She's dead nuts. <laughs> it's just, it's, it's amazing that there are people that have figured all that out.
2: What's amazing is. This this is from 1959. Yes, and the mainstream was already trying to dismantle this lady, this idea.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. So
2: this is what they were done to Ron Paul when he tried to run, the, cut him off and say, "Oh, this person says this about your ideology." Try to
0: misconstrue your words. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. All, and that you know that's Mike Wallace, bro. Fifty and fifty nine doing that shit. So how long have they been on it, really? Yeah.
2: Well, that just means that they've been uh fighting against this all this time. What's she saying?
0: Oh yeah, absolutely they have been. That's what that's what that's the saddest part of the world is they fight against it all the time. They know it they know every individual holds power, right? We all have power. And they they know that, and that's why they spend all their time fighting that.
2: That's why they push their collectivism because right. Just like there's no extreme person-only groups, they want to keep you in that group.
0: Yep. Everybody's
4: a slave to everybody.
2: That's perfect.
4: Yep. Came about democratically, I. Free people in a free country voted for this kind of government, wanted this kind of legislation. Do you object to the democratic process?
5: I object to the idea that people have the right to vote on everything. The traditional American system was a system based on the idea that majority will prevailed only in public or political affairs and that it was limited by inalienable individual rights. Therefore, I do not believe that a majority can vote a man's life or property or freedom away from him. That's right. Therefore, I do not believe that if a majority votes on any issue, that this makes the issue right. It doesn't.
4: All right. Then how do we arrive at action?
5: How should we arrive at action? By voluntary consent, voluntary cooperation of free men, unforced.
4: And how do our
5: leaders arrive?
4: How do we arrive at our leadership? Who elects? Who appoints? Uh, The whole
5: people elects. Uh, There is nothing wrong with the democratic process in politics. Uh, We arrive at it the way we arrived by the American Constitution as it used to be. By the constitutional process, as we had it, uh, people elect officials, but the powers of those officials, the powers of government are strictly limited. They will have no right to initiate force or compulsion against any citizen, except a criminal. Uh, Those who have initiated force will be punished by force, and that is the only proper function of government.
0: They hate it don't they
2: That's the exact opposite of what we have for government now
0: Exactly the whole polar opposite Yep
2: it's backwards world
0: Yep And even you hear her she's talking about um, The constitution as it used to be In 59 Yeah
2: as it used to be
0: Right Pray everybody one day we get back there
5: What we would not permit Is the government to initiate force Against people who have hurt no one, who have not forced anyone. We would not give the government or the majority or any minority the right to take the life or the property of others. That was the original American system. In
1: 1943, the following directive was issued from party headquarters to all communists in the United States. It read, when certain obstructionists become too irritating, label them after suitable buildups as fascist or Nazi or anti-Semitic, and use the prestige of anti-fascist tolerance organizations to discredit them. Politicians paid off the plate, done, made off with all our
3: money. The factory laid off. Unemployment, but that don't pay no rent. I'm praying to my Jesus, because I need a heaven set. I got trauma in my life, and all I know is pain. I keep fear in my heart, and hatred in my veins. I see evil in your eyes, truth in your lies. And we can't even shoot the shit, because you will I despise. Stop!
1: those who oppose us with those names which already have a bad smell the association will after enough repetition become fact in they the got public me mark. throw away the key when they lock me and cameras in my pocket so
3: homeland can watch me i just thought that shit they already try and stop me. they already try and stop me. i woke up this morning in a world gone mad from a dream that i had about a killer in